partner. Boys, what up? <laughs> How's How we it doing? doing? Good. What's happening? I'm living large. How are you guys? Book, we got to uh, brush up a little bit, me and Kev, since you were a few minutes late to the pod, but uh, True. how did those, like those tests go? Well, first, okay, I didn't introduce anybody last week. Now we're here with Turner, Eugene, Meeker, Boogie, Boog Meek, and then we are here also with Kevin Kelly, uh, Boog's cousin, a former teammate of mine, national champion, third, fourth grade NJB. Shout out. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, so let's just hop right into it. Uh, Kev, I wanted to say, I was talking to my dad a little bit about this. He's like, oh, who are you talking with today? I was like, oh, Kevin Boog. He's like, tell Kev it was him or Kevin Bertisevich. He's like, we, we had all the other spots. He's like, for that guard position filled up. He goes, he goes, we made the right choice with Kev. He goes, you had a couple big threes for us down in L.A. So he remembers it all. It's good stuff. Oh, my goodness. To know that it was down to me and Bartisevich. Well, for, I got for, the best of that guy in everything. No, no, no. no. Park Little League, I had him. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but for that that three spot, though, I, Kev, you yeah. would be on the team. Hey, anyway on the another. team, baby. Come on. But uh, There to get a chip. And that we did. Look, did your team? Uh no, we went to LA a couple times. Actually, won my fifth uh fifth grade all net. Ooh. Yeah, we didn't win it in LA, but you but won, won what it, you could. Uh, we got first uh in the all net, so let's go. But no, never won it down there. Mm-mm. Got close a couple times. Good times, good fucking times. Um, so uh, what are you guys doing this upcoming weekend? You got any uh Halloween plans? Shit, man. No Halloween plans, but I got a fucking baseball game, though. Fourth game of our little fall season. Wow, you coaching I'm just joined, like, a men's, just, like, the San Jose Men's oh, Baseball League. Let's go. I didn't yeah. know you were playing again. Yeah, I did last fall, and my team was the worst in the league. And it was, like, after, like, game six, it was, like, not very fun just to go out. And then I was just, like, but I stayed in contact with a guy who was coaching a a team that was like second or third. So I just hopped in with them. Oh, nice. So yeah, this will be, we've already played three games, but yeah, dude, eight for 13 and then seven innings, zero ERA. Oh, you're punches, throwing two? Ten punches. Kev, hey, Otane. That's incredible. Uh, you're not, uh, is, is it the Rockies? Tell me you're playing for the Rockies. I am, bro. Shut up. 88. Shout out Luis Robert. No lie, bro. bro 88 for I, Luis. I'm on the Rockies. We have a tank jersey. So I wear my purple Colorado sleeve underneath. Obviously, Rocky hat. Is Sean Harrington coaching? Do you know Sean Harrington? Sean Harrington. Dude, yeah, that's the okay. guy. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I played a dance with him and then hard key and stuff. So I, I've known Harrington for quite some <laughs> time now. Hell yeah, dude. Sean started all three on the hill. <laughs> of course he did. He's the coach. He's yeah, Jackie man. Moon. I know. Johnny Moon. He's going to probably get 10 starts. It's going to be great. That's incredible. Uh, he just posted a video on Instagram the other day, and he's taken hacks golfing, and he's full on like uh, like taking a, not a happy Gilmore, but hitting a, a big leg kick and then following through, but he's striping balls. It's incredible. <laughs> really he looks like Goodness. a non-athlete but that guy foof 
You can play. <laughs> um, what about you, Boog? What's what's Reno got cooking? Shit, uh, <clears throat> nothing much. Just uh, probably watching the fights, Jake Paul and the Cater ones, and then uh, I'm not sure Halloween. I'll play it by air, you know. Yeah. Never know what's going down in green. So I think I got a Cookie Monster uh, costume in my trunk. So wow, dust goes that down, off. I'll, I'll be ready. Love in this. the trunk? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. That is a weird okay. spot a for a, a costume. <laughs> what do you got going in there? I, I got it for Reno two years ago, and I came oh. came uh, out the first time. And then I never wanted to bring it back out because I was like – that was when COVID was kind of new. So I was like, F it, leave it in there. And so it's kind of just stayed in there. Incredible. Um, how'd those tests go <laughs> last week, Boog? Ah, uh, you know, they were, uh, they were pretty good. I, that uh, is, that is <laughs> my friend. That didn't sound very confident. No, sure. Not uh, at all. No, no, no. no, they were, uh, they went well. I felt, I thought I was good as I could. Good. Well, that's so, all you uh, can do. Yeah. Um. Well, shoot. In the time since we spoke, some big things have happened around the uh, the old Bay Area. The Niners. Oh, yeah. Big time signing. Small time playing, but big time signing for Christian McCaffrey. What do you think about that, Kev? I mean... I would say it's probably a decent move for San Francisco. I'm not like super, like I guess, deeply invested in the Niners, but I mean, I think they gave up more to get Trey Lance with that big trade with Miami to move up to three than they did with this McCaffrey because they gave a two, a three, a four, and a five. So you still save some whatever. I don't think you even have a one. So the Niners are obviously just kind of conceding an upcoming draft with. But I mean, with I mean, probably top five talent roster right. in the NFL, so they're probably just going to try and ride that out at least for the season because it's a winnable division this year. No, that's the thing; they're not playing well now. But if they can get their offense and defense clicking both at the same time, it's just like they've had one or the other, it seems, and just never at the same time. But uh, yeah, I mean, they have so many skill players now; it's incredible. McCaffrey's yeah. not going to have to take every goddamn touch and. Could be could be a, a big time play for the uh, the nines there. Um, I was looking into it. There was some some pickups that the the Niners made back in the the old days that this reminded me of. So, in uh, this is classic. In 1978, the Niners traded a first, two second, and a third for guess who. Wow, a 31-year-old O.J. Simpson, baby. Wow. This this has got the writings all over the wall. Christian, stay (laughs) away from the butchery knives. So good. Uh, But as as soon as I saw it, I was like, wow, that is reminiscent of the O.J. trade. (laughs) Hoping it works out a little bit better. O.J. fucking (laughs) sucked. Two years, like just over a thousand yards of the team, but uh I thought that was pretty fucking funny. Um but yeah, I'm uh hopeful for the Niners and look how are uh, how are you feeling with the Bronx? They looked a little bit better. Honestly, 
I I like him with uh, what's his name. Uh, Ripping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got it wrong the last the last week, but uh. Hey, no one listens anyways. Uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, it's getting tough, man. It's getting it's getting real real tough. And uh, gonna have to wake up at effing the crack of dawn this Sunday. Oh, they're in London. <laughs> Just woke up. They're in playing London in London. Down. ESPN Plus little uh, little London football, huh? Plus, uh, yeah. So, uh, but honestly, I mean, I'm always gonna be gonna be down down with them, and uh, always gonna be fucking watching. So, I'm still hopeful. Um, it's getting tough, but I'm still hopeful. I think I just hope they don't make any trades. They're they're talking about. Sending Judy somewhere, sending Chubb somewhere. I really just do not want to see that. That's that'll be tough. Do you think they go full blow up there, or do you think they just trade those couple guys away and then, yeah, I mean, who, yeah, build around Russ, or do you just say, well, the Russ experiment is, <laughs> yeah, over. I think, I think it's a little more, it might be the coach because he's just like, it's not really. Not really too dynamic, but it might be a Russ problem. I think it's both, but I just – I mean, they're locked in with Russ, so they're pretty much – that's, can that's their guy. Yeah. So And he said he has a Wolverine blood I think too. they want, like, picks for this year because they gave up a lot for him, and that's why they'd send, like, Judy or Chubb somewhere to get a bunch of picks, but I don't want to see it. That'd be, that'd be not good. Yeah. Dude, I would have loved to have seen – because K.J. Hamler was a second-round pick, right? Uh, yeah, second or third, I believe, yeah. Wouldn't you love to have seen who else you guys could have had instead of K.J. Hamlin in that second round of the NFL draft that could have just helped the team? Yeah. I'm I mean, saying, he, had, he had a bad injury last year, and he was doing pretty well, but yeah. This season's just been – I don't know. If, I, don't know I, don't, I don't think he has a great stat line, right? Just across no, they, the board. they've been easing him back in, and he's had yeah. a few big catches down the field. But yeah, he hasn't been as productive as they yeah. they wanted him. But he's yeah. on the wire. They said he's on the wire more than Judy is. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, not a, a good days to be a Denver Broncos fan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a better day to be a Broncos fan than it is to be a Lakers fan. And unfortunately for Turner Meeker, we just throw the pile on, get it out of the way. Zero and three. Can't do much about hey, it's not you. They they went for the eighty percent of the touches thing. It just just can't can't do it. Mike Singletary mm. can't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't win with him. That's incredible. Um, yeah, man, it, uh, it's rough pickings out here. Yeah, it's rough, rough pickings in L.A. So good it's tough for Russ too because like each game his value diminishes when he plays because he's not playing too good. And it's like, who? what team is going to give you a first-round pick right now for Russ? Someone said that they should trade Russ for Lowry. <laughs> it was on Twitter. And then a reply was, yeah, just same ass, different cheeks. <laughs> 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 just so good. <laughs> I hate Lowry. He sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know what you do with either of those two at this point. It's so, uh, yeah. Kev, who's your team? Are you a Dubs guy? Yeah, for, for NBA, I mean, I probably I won't follow too, too close, probably to like football's kind of deep and over. Um, I don't know. I mean, 
You look at NBA scores now. I mean, talk about for the fans. Like 137, 124. I mean, teams are running it up. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm more, like right now, like World Series is coming. But, yeah, dubs for sure when it gets to playoff time. I usually just stick with the dubs. Yeah. Um, it's sometimes basketball is so hard to watch. It's like, I, unless it's in the playoffs and they're actually playing, it's uh, – yeah, tough. It's usually when I pick it up, I just talk shit to Warriors fans the whole season, and then uh, <laughs> when they win, I celebrate. It's it's a good life. Um, but you've been following a little bit of baseball, though. Oh yeah, I mean, because right now Friday starts the World Series with Philly and Houston. But yeah, man, I watched shit, dude. Almost like every pitch, probably the NLCS at least with the Phillies and Pods. Wow. I was pretty invested in that one. That was fun to watch. That was a great series. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I caught a few of those games. Um, who do you uh, Who do you like in the World Series? How How can you not like Philly? God, man. I mean, you've got to watch some Houston, bro. They no, no, no. I mean, I mean, sick. Man. How does the heart the, the, not the tell pitching, you dude, Philly? The, the head, the head, obviously Houston. But how does yeah. the heart not tell you? Go for, go for Philly. But oh, yeah. I mean, they're hot though, man. Philly. Last team in, that typical kind of story. They're just blazing through all the hella good teams. All, all the Rockies back in 04. Dude, I know. It wasn't 04, was it? That was... There, no, I think whatever year, but they they swept out until the World Series and then got swept. Yeah. They just ran through. They won seven in a row. God. I either hope the Phillies win the series or get swept. I mean, one way or another, the city's going up in flames. <laughs> but, but but getting swept would be just so sweet. Yeah, I mean that'd be just some sheer dominance from Houston. But yeah. hopefully we'll see a lot of homers, man. Citizens Bank in Houston, small ball yards. Right. You're gonna see some bombs. Oh yeah, sick. Yeah, haven't caught up with uh, too much baseball, but it always is fun. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, playoff sports can't fucking beat them. It's totally yeah. Um. All right, this is the real reason we're here, folks. Let's get into a little bit of 280 recap. Um, so mainly I want to talk about uh, the last three fights. Um, uh, I guess you can brush over uh, old Bilal real quick. Had a great showing. God damn. Mm-hmm. Made me eat my words. <laughs> oh, but guess it the eh. <laughs> Was it was it because of the cornerman? F that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he uh he looked good. Uh I don't know where he goes from here. Uh obviously lost to Leon well DQ. What what did they call it? Was it uh with Leon? That was a no contest. No contest. And then Gary. Right. <laughs> could you imagine he could be our champ right now? Who who would have thought? He snakes that one away. No, there's no way. But uh, Bilal looked good, and then um, Dariush. How could you not bring him up? He's crazy. How about that post-fight interview? <laughs> that was, dude, he's everything <laughs> that Colby says he is. He's the real deal. That's crazy. That amazing. Uh, I saw people calling for fight of the night bonuses for him trying to convert all the Muslims to Christianity. (laughs) I was like, that's, that's impressive. Um, But you can tell as soon as he dove into it, everyone got silent and they're like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he looked as slick as ever. Goddamn. Another guy <laughs> made me look foolish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was rolling out of everything, and then the second and third, he just was just piecing him up. Uh, that was a sweet fight. Where do where do you think he goes from here now that uh now that we are getting Volk versus Islam? Are you talking Darush or yeah Mark? yeah Darush? Um, where do you think or one fifty five? Um, I guess we'll get to the the Islam Volk stuff a little bit later. But um, what do you think's up for or who do you think's up for Darush? Probably do Bronx. They were supposed to get a fight. They both just lost. I mean, easy number one contender. I mean, because you got Chandler Poirier. So, you know, that could have something big. But, I mean, if you have a more recent with Charles and Benny, right around the same time, a 155 title shot could be brewing post-Australia. That's going to line up more so than a Chandler Poirier. So I think it would be Benny and Charles. Could be a five of, I mean, you can main event that, or I mean, you could co main it on a really good pay per view. Um, but yeah, I think that would be an extra Benny as a shot with Charles. Yeah, I agree with that. Would you, would you put that on? Would Brazil be too short? Mm, I mean, you gotta ask Benny. I feel like he took more of a beating than Charles. I mean, Charles, I mean, Charles got subbed, but I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of strikes and stuff. I mean, some grappling got a little bit. I mean, Islam in the middle. I mean, Islam popped him with a nice left, like, early. And I was like, Jesus, okay, <laughs> nice piece. Like, I was definitely a little good, good little striking. But, yeah, I mean, Benny took more damage. So, probably be more on Benny than, than Charles. But Charles would be totally down for Brazil. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, he was calling for it as, as he was walking out of the ring. He's like, I want that fight um, for the belt. But, yeah, I, I definitely don't think you can – you can make the give him the the opportunity next. I I think Dariush is the perfect fight for. Uh, I mean, if he wins, that's the winner gets winner gets that fight. Um, Dariush is clearly ready for it. He was supposed to be the backup guy, and then and then that happened. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, who do you think? Benny, wins? Had, Benny had scheduled both with Islam and Charles, and both broke. Right. So it's just crazy because Benny could have just ran through the entire division. <laughs> already could have been exactly could have been the champ for some time now exactly yeah or like there's no contenders because like everyone else would have been tied up but at least yeah it'd be crazy to see though um who do you think takes that one fuck dude <laughs> benny bro right? i love dubronx man i'm wow. tied to the fucking oh, diego oh. lima gym dude but hey. dude benny's nasty right and every time I see him, I like I I feel like too much time goes between fights, and I forget, and I like I'm like ah no, and then he goes out there and just keeps doing what he does. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, are the rumors true, Kev? Did you cut weight last week? Hundred percent true. Got <laughs> oh. it on the button. <laughs> oh, championship <laughs> weight. That's- yeah, bro. Fucking had wings and pizza on Tuesday. Went home and I'm like, okay, I gotta really be on it these next couple. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That's incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah, dude. I sent yeah, I sent a video to book tape, my brother. But yeah, dude, got on it. Took the day <laughs> off, dude. I circled 21st and I was like, dude, 
I called this one off like four weeks ago <laughs> and then thinking I was going to watch the fights and I still played baseball instead. So I only watched, like I said, those last couple, but yeah, dude, got down to it. Huh. How did you, uh, how did you do it? Just uh, like working out and shedding it like that or did you sauna or no sauna. So I just made sure I had to get like 20,000 steps. So that's about 10 ish miles. So with my work though, I'm already on my feet for like six and a half. So it wasn't really working out. So I just like maybe ran a couple, walked a couple, like wasn't, I was just trying to get to a number. Wasn't really trying to like exert myself too heavy, but cut carbs pretty darn low. Like probably only made like 50, 75 grams. Um, so that just cuts down your calories. And then I went like 12 to 14 hours without water. So like I woke up Friday morning, didn't drink any water. And I was a pound and a half over which was kind of where I wanted to be, which is kind of how I envisioned it. So I ran for a half an hour and then I also tried to turn the heater up in my car <laughs> yes. for 40 minutes, but I'm in like a sweatshirt and fucking like my wool knee high <laughs> socks so and Missouri <laughs> tight. So like I'm all bundled up and stuff. <laughs> and, so I'm, and so I got like maybe a little bit of a sweat going with like 10 minutes left. So it kind of like served its purpose. I was hoping to just get a little sweat because I knew I was going to run. So I kind of want to just be hot, hop out of the car and just start running. Because that's what I did. Got home, stepped on scale, hit it. And I was just, I stood hands out. But then I realized, bro, I was 154.6. But I had to show a video. So I had to put my phone in my hand. So I was oh. like, shit, that's going to add weight. And so when I put my phone down and I looked, it was the first attempt. And it said 155.0. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I was so pumped. Oh, man, because it made for the obviously just the perfect video after. That is, oh, yeah, dude. Kev, we needed to recreate that Charles picture for you. Sweating everyone, everyone around holding hands. <laughs> oh, dude, that would have been sick. And then if he would have actually won, oh, my God, dude. Electric. That wild. That is so fucking great. Oh, God damn. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how we transitioned from that. Should have closed with that. That is incredible. Um, Shit, dude. How about just all of himself, dude? He raised his hand. He gave him that arm tee. What are we doing? I don't know. It looked like a mistake. Like, I don't know. I'm not, obviously, you would know more than me on the JIT side of it, but it kind of looked like a something that he could have grabbed kind of easy. Yeah, I don't. Again, I'm I'm a white belt, so I for me to be making any any calls would be fucking ridiculous. But I I don't know. It, it seemed like he tapped fairly quickly too. I don't know if it was just yeah. that deep or um and I'm sure once Islam squeezes you, it's probably a different fucking thing. Um yeah. but uh yeah, I don't know. I I have no idea. That was something else though. Um <laughs> Well, let's go. The next fight, Aljo versus TJ. We all saw what happened there. Uh, TJ supposedly dislocated his arm about 20 times during his camp coming in and uh, (laughs) did it a couple times during the fight. They were able to get it in once, and then the second time, uh, no go. What uh, What do you think of his decision on fighting, Boog? Um... I disagree with it. Um, I was I kept looking away because I've had a shoulder injury before too, and it's one of the worst things ever. And um, but yeah, I just think 
I think you pull out of that fight because happened in April. Right. You pull out of that fight. I mean, I definitely see him coming back into a title fight. Like, just, you know, probably would have thrown, like, Cheeto in that or fucking Yawn. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't get why, knowing it's going to be your last shot, why you would go in there. So, like, basically with one arm. I mean, it was just like, maybe he thought Aljo wasn't as good as he thought and you'd be able to win it. but Or maybe he needed money, but I don't know. Right, and he kind of did bring up the fact that he was trying to shit talk him into the standing and banging because yeah. he knew he didn't want want him to take it to the ground, but that's obviously was never gonna happen. Um, yeah, I I mean, have you seen that trick they did before where they massage the shoulder and let it go and fucking pop right back in? Uh-uh. Oh, it was no, crazy. I've only heard of like grabbing your knee and pulling, but I, I saw Teach yeah. Todd Junior do that one. And unsuccessfully, Todd try and do that at yeah. an open gym <laughs> unsuccessfully. Oh uh, god, that something like would be so painful. Yeah, I mean, I, he gave it like a half. <laughs> he like put it over, and he's like, no, nope. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you, uh, Kev? You think with the healthy TJ Aljo does sort of the same, or you think that was due to the shoulder? I mean, I think with a healthy Aljo, I still. I still think Aljo would have won. Um, I was kind of listening to, like, other just takes on this, too, with, like, other MMA stuff. But, like, before TJ's shoulder popped out, like, there was probably about 30 or 40, like, good seconds of TJ with the shoulder in. So, like, you can kind of assess that and kind of see maybe how things could have gone. But Aljo was bigger than him. Yeah. Aljo is, I mean, TJ already wasn't that big of a guy. And Aljo is a pretty big dude, it seems like, like 170 getting down, something like that. But, I mean, yeah, when he was on top of him, it definitely looked like, I mean, obviously with one arm, there's zero chance. But even with two, like, more grappling, sprawling, but Aljo would have stayed on him. I think eventually would have had him in a yawn-like position, just full backpack on him and just kind of controlling him. Um, yeah, no, and like you said, you kind of saw the the glimpses of it before, but it's funny, the, the one he got taken down on was – uh, the only kick he didn't set up the whole like the whole first what is it forty seconds he kind of mm-hmm. just threw out a fucking front kick and Aljo was like I'll take that that's literally all I know is so he grabbed it and then uh, yeah fucking separated on the takedown but uh yeah I I think he probably does exactly the same he's uh. Seems like an unstoppable. I he's another guy I love betting against, and I just keeps making me eat my fucking words because I I want I don't know why I just it's the whatever he said the anaconda human backpack something something nap nap I don't even know but it's just not for me on the on the mic. Um, yeah, I I think he probably would have done the same. And where do you think he goes from here? Suge just got the uh, number one ranking, but. Ariel's talking about Cejudo and him in February, I think. Um, what do you think that makes the most sense, Kev? I mean, I guess if Cejudo is coming out, I mean, then there's got to be talks, right, of like a three, four fight deal. Like you're not going to bring back Cejudo for a title fight one-off again. Like, no shot. So... It sounds like if Cejudo is obviously back in testing pool and then 
is in serious talks with UFC. Like, I mean, that's essentially what they're figuring out is the contract. But you're going to have distance on that contract of at least, like I said, probably three, four fights. So if he's in, then yeah, Cejudo definitely walks right back into a title fight, especially if you know you've got him for that long. Like, if he has to fall, he falls, but you throw him back at the top and see how it goes. But I don't know. I mean, look at that size matchup. I mean, Aljo's way bigger than him, too. I don't know. I mean, that's just face value. But, I mean, yeah, if, if Cejudo's in, then, yeah, I would say Aljo Cejudo makes sense for sure. Yeah. Bug? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think Cejudo's next because he's just finished the testing pool. And I think, you know, he, I know sh- – Sugar got the decision, and he's rightfully, rightfully the number one contender, and rightfully deserves the the shot. Love to fucking see it, man. Wow. Love to see it. That's old school, right there. That's old school. But uh, I think I think you give Suge some time to to recover. I give, I think you give him time to to get ready for a grappling opponent that's gonna be the champion. I think you do that that Suhudo Aljo fight because there's background there. Suhudo's got a following. Like people are gonna want to tune in to watch him. And also, going off Kev's point with the three or four d- fight deal, you throw that fight on the Perth card. That sets up Volkanovski Suhudo one forty five. You can get the dub. You can go for a little double champ action or triple champ. Wow. Four C's baby. <laughs> four C's. You think he actually mm. has a shot at that though? If he goes up. Huh? You think he has a shot at it if he goes up? I don't think Vol- no. Yeah. I mean Volkanovski's gonna train train all this grappling for Islam, like Right. Um two completely different people. Yeah. No, I think uh I like what you said though. Give Suge a little time. Like you said, he's like, I went to a place I've never been before, and it's like, fuck. Yeah. Okay, let him take <laughs> some time to fucking figure that out and figure out yeah. how to get to that place in a training camp possibly to prepare exactly. for a five. Cause if he was at that place in a three round fight, I, I don't want to see him in a five right off the bat, maybe, or against the champ, get him a five round mm. fight against a non champ, good opponent. Let him get some I was experience. Gonna, Marab. I was going to ask that. Do you want to see him fight before the championship? Yeah. I, I think that's one thing the UFC should do more is have more five round fights it's such an advantage to have a five-round fight, even one five-round fight under your belt over a guy. I know, obviously, champs lose to a guy that's fighting a five-round fight his first time. It happens. But I think having that and going all five rounds um, does does a whole hell of a lot for someone's <clears throat> career. And obviously, most of them don't, don't go the distance. But uh, for the ones that do, it's like uh, I think it's a big – big upside to their career. Uh, but yeah, I, I would like to see them obviously fight for a belt, but uh, give them, give them someone first in a, in a main event. Okay. Cause he does have that, that golden ticket. Dana's saying winner gets this next fight. So, I mean, right. Even if it's not next for the champion, he could still sit out for it. Yeah. And I think that that might be something he does too. He makes so much money outside of the UFC. Um, I mean, not so much, but he's fucking, he plays video games and smokes weed all day. It's like, he ain't no, no rush, no time soon. And he's young. Exactly. What are, what are we doing? So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I like that a lot. It's, uh, 
pretty pretty crazy that he got himself into this spot. But yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy they gave him that one ranking too. Because sometimes you like seven beats the four and you move up to five mm-hmm. as the seven man. Like yeah, sometimes they don't shoot you like if you beat the twelve, you get that actual number. So like they're pushing Sean heavy because they pushed him ten spots. Who's made a double digit spot jump? After one fight within the UFC rankings, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, Suge's going to be on a short list for that one, I think. Yeah, that's that's the thing. If he's going to fight again, it's going to be like you said, Marab, Sandhagen, or there's no way it, they feed him Marab though, bro. Yeah, Marab yeah. is a so, matchup yeah. nightmare for Suge. If he the gas tank for Marab is already there, bro, already there. That's immigrant mentality right there. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Diaz, <laughs> shout roll, out. But rolls with the champ. Rolls with Aljo every day. Yeah. Like, I mean, can't get any better than that right there. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. There's levels, and I'm not sure I want Suge to be tested on those with him. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah not there. Uh-uh. Um, that? What do you think about uh, a Cheeto rematch? I don't think Suge would ever take it. Um, But honestly, that might be Cheeto versus Sugar fucking... My two favorite in that division. I think you run it back, honestly. I, I hate that for Sugar, but I, I really do think it was a freak action. I think the second fight would be a whole hell of a lot better. Um, but Cheeto, yeah, he's the one that's really gotten kind of fucked out of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, I mean, all the other guys that Sugar jumped to, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, to beat him and then have him jump ahead of you is it's pretty shit. Um, that wouldn't be a bad place to go though now. Cause like, if you're not going to feed him a Rob, that's like a perfect fight. And it's just so built in that they already fought. Like, you know, you just add fuel to the fire. There's your perfect five rounder. You go against a dog like Cheeto. There's your test right there. You get out of that fight with cheats. Then you're definitely, you're definitely in no questions asked. Cause everyone, you know, is pushing for Cheeto to be the dude. So, and that would be a great fight, dude. I mean, that would be, I mean, that's a five rounder on a, probably a pay-per-view because that's big. Shug's big. So you can do that. Five round coach. That'd be sick. Yeah. I prefer that for Shug over a Sandhagen fight. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Sandhagen's coming off an L too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. No, he beat, he beat you dong. Oh, song you dong. Oh, you're right. My bad. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah. Uh, because he's already been in there with Cheeto. He had success early. And if you think about it, like, Cheeto was getting touched up by Rob Fong. He was getting touched up by Don Cruz. Like, it wasn't like he's been rolling through these guys. He's had good – he's got power. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a good fight for Cheeto. Or, sorry, Sean. Yeah. Um, I think – I mean, obviously, it's a good fucking fight for Cheeto now, too, to get that the one fight. I mean, <laughs> shit, it goes both ways. Um, well, I'll put in a call to Uncle Dana, see what we can do. um okay so let's see we want aljo we went a little bit out of order there um but i'm glad we got to touch on sugar and yawn um and then we had well well, jim did you uh were you confident when the score was being read i have a text message to scotty jarvis he texted me before the fight asked me what i thought and i said it's going to be a boring fight i was well, we can look at our predictions. I said boring fight wasn't wasn't that. Um, but he texted me after the fight and said, do you think he got it? And I said, 
The judges in Abu Dhabi are shit. I forgot what fight it was. I was watching on my phone earlier, and one judge had it out of left field. I was like, he gave <laughs> gave a round to someone. I was like, it was a clear 30-27 all the way through. And uh, I, I that was my own. I was like, that's, that's the only thing I'm holding on to. And then... They read it, and you can see on both me and DC's face, like, what the fuck? <laughs> DC had questions planned out for Jan. He had no idea what he was going to ask Sugar. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was pretty pretty crazy. I definitely wasn't expecting it, but uh, I thought there may be a chance. That's a good feeling, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was uh, – I, I don't know. And then they uh, was sick when Sugar walked out. They played a rab money, and the crowd was going wild. I was like, "God, this is a slap!" Shout out Tuck <laughs> Bake. Like you said, Jim John Jones wins a win. Wins a win, exactly. And I don't even get me started on the bones. We we just saw him tweet out today that he was fighting in December, and then yeah, dude. <laughs> then everyone right after sent out the Yuri Prohaska fight, saying that's happening. So I don't know what to believe, but uh, if we can get John Jones out there, I know who will be at that fight. This guy, <laughs> I will be going. Really? Uh, oh, a hundred percent. I I don't care if I'm alive. I'll. Be going to a John Jones fight. I don't give a fuck. He's the <laughs> oh my, GOAT. I love that. You got to see that. him. If it's first Stipe, I'll be joining. Wow. That would be a sick fucking fight. That would... Shit. That's already been a little discussed off air. But, uh, yeah. Love it. Love In- it. Invite's always there, Kev. Hop in the car. We'll go to Reno, pick up Boog. Do a if it's for trip. John Jones, man, dude, I just need a sliver in the trunk, bro. We'll be good. <laughs> hey, you can sit right next to Boog's Cookie Monster costume. <laughs> yeah, I know that, dude. Fuck, you know. Oh, shit, dude. But, yeah, if there's a John Jones fight, dude, yeah, that would definitely be something that, yeah, it's tough to pass up for sure. Well, that also, I mean, John Jones, we're talking goats. There's another goat fighting this weekend. Different sport, but uh, Anderskin. What do you guys, what do you guys think of Anderson Jake? You think uh, Anderson takes a dive, or you think it's going to be a a real match, and we'll see something? Go ahead, Nick. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I think Anderson gets it done. I think uh, I think he's as slick as they come. I think he's still he's still got juice in the tank. I think he's been committed to boxing. I mean, um. Jake Paul, although he has a lot of money and trains boxing all the time, that's why he's gotten so good. He's also, I mean, he's gotten famous these last couple fights, so he's got a couple other entities that he's into. So, you know, you never know. And I think I think this is going to be different than the uh, Woodley fight. He's just more a pure, pure striker and Anderson guy who's actually – Loves the sport of boxing, so yeah, I got I got Anderson by uh, I got Anderson by finish. Wow! I was gonna say you're gonna go punch that ticket. You going with the finish? <laughs> oh boy! Um, all right. Let me let me write that down just just in case. <laughs> we love to give predicts, baby. We, hey, and if if we're <laughs> wrong, we, we never bring him up Hill. again. <laughs> Kev, what do you what do you think? 
Shit, I don't know. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I watched a decent amount right. of the Woodley fight. I mean, that was a pretty freaking clean like knockout by Jake Paul. That was that was <laughs> nice for that finish. But yeah, dude. I mean, I definitely don't think there's gonna be any like Anderson's gonna fight him like straight up. So, I mean, obviously Jake Paul's gonna come to fight too, but. Man, I think it's going to be a good fight. I really think the fans are going to get like a pretty good showing out of both guys because, like Boog was saying, like Anderson, Anderson obviously knows what he's doing with his hands. Like it's been probably one of his strongest attributes, MMA or otherwise. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I could see, I could see an Anderson finish over a Jake Paul finish, just because I think Anderson's going to be able to play good enough defense and recognize when I'm in trouble and how to get out of the way and how to move and how to just keep my feet active. Cause how many rounds is this eight rounds? Honestly, Kev, I have no fucking idea. I think okay. I was just saying yeah, one so, of the I mean, two. I think Anderson's going to have the tank to, to finish that out. Um, but yeah, I mean, unless it's something where, you know, maybe Jake Paul just slips something through kind of a catch him situation. But yeah, other than that, I think if it's finished, yeah, I kind of would go with Bug and, and say it would be Anderson. Right. That that is the only thing that scares me though is Anderson is getting fucking older. He has been knocked out. Um so I I mean I guess if he does obviously hit him on the butt and fuck anything's possible, but uh if you are watching the fight, keep an eye out for the old boy Jake Flores who will be there all 4 days doing press. Nice. Yeah. How the boy Jake Flo, man, doing big things in the AZ. So sick. Let's go. Um, but yeah, so, uh, he'll be there, uh, probably find a nice little stream for that. Cannot pay money for Anderson versus Jake Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, that's, that'll be exciting. Uh, hopefully Anderson can do MMA some good this weekend. There's been a lot of Askren and Woodley sprinkling some ass dust all over it, but, uh, (laughs) uh, we'll see. Um. Now the last fight. Oh, there was two two more fights in Abu Dhabi. There was one fight that was sanctioned, and then there was one fight outside the ring that was not sanctioned with Boars Hamza and <laughs> Abu Bakar got into a little spat outside. Um, what did what did you think of that book? You, did you see any of those videos? Yeah, you know, first I'll say is the smell in that that little area was probably, I mean, just horrendous <laughs> with all those uh, with all those uh, Khabib boys. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's just I, there's there's a heat there, and uh, I just I wasn't really shocked that there was a scrum or like there was like pushing and shoving. I was shocked that like the head of Chechnya like made him make up and made him have dinner and make him like, like that was like kind of weird to me. I was like, well, did you see his son was right there? Huh? His son was right there. The kid in the red, uh, Adidas jumpsuit. And so I think, I mean, who the fuck knows what goes on over there, but he was probably, you know, (laughs) bad of a look that is the president or whatever his kid is getting into or right behind kind of pulling people back. But, uh, yeah, how oh, crazy was that? The next that. day they were breaking breaking bread and everything was fine. <laughs> Khabib had to give a hostage style speech. That was wild. 
Yeah. <laughs> it will never happen again. No. And I was like, Oh fuck. All right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that happened. But, uh, the other one, the one everyone paid to see was, uh, Islam Charles. I know we already kind of touched on it a little bit, but, uh, Kev first, first thoughts on the new champ Islam. I think he's looks like a guy who could be tough to beat for some 55s. I'm not like crazy that the first defense is going to be Volk, but I mean, I get what's going on. I mean, they show down in the octagon, like you can't not make that fight now. Um, but I think it'll be sick that it's in Australia, Australia. So you've got, I know you got Volk, you got Paulo Costa on that card, right? With wit. So, I mean, those are, that's pretty good for Australia. You know, they're going to get some dudes. Um, but shit, man. I mean, Islam Volk will be sick, but I mean, going through 55ers, Poirier, no thanks. Gaethje, <laughs> no. Chandler, I could see him going there trying to dog him and really stick it out, but yeah, I don't know. But I mean, but then you got to look guys like underneath that, like Benny, you know, if Benny's still going to be lurking. But if he gets through Volk, it'll be interesting to see who that first 55 guy is that will get there. Um, I mean, by that time, who knows? I mean, probably would never throw Connor in that hunt, but the roost could be right there at that point. I know, I see you fucking <laughs> moving that shit over there, but I was looking at you. I was like, maybe, but he's a little beefy. He's a little beefy these days, bro. Well, you think but that... yeah, Jim, at the end of the day, Islam's going to be tough. Looks tough. Yeah, I mean, he's by far the biggest 155 I mean I don't want to say by far but he's huge for a 55er um he looked kind of big with Charles and Charles is always a, a bigger guy and has trouble cutting down but both of them looked horrible cutting weight I mean they always everyone does obviously it's a fucking weight cut but uh you think Islam can do 155 long term I mean he seems he's not have treble, but you you think that's sustainable long term as he gets older and whatnot? Bug, bug me. Um, that's a good question because yeah, I I definitely that that plays a big part in it. Um, yeah, I think I think he he will because I like I feel like even though Khabib was all like what happened with his dad, but I he kind of like never. There was never talks of him going up. Like, kind of, there was there was a GSP talk, but like, he never really like wanted to go up or anything. I think they're big on just being like the lightweight champion and and dominating. But uh, I think if there's a big fight, like if there's a long-standing 170-pound champion, um, like maybe maybe a Hamzat Islam. I mean, that would be a fight for. I mean, that would be sick in Russia. <laughs> that'd probably be the biggest fight you can make yeah if it got that, to that point that would be uh that'd be sick but yeah that's that's a good that's a great point because i know volk said someone had weight issues and me and kev both both thought it was it was islam because charles was a lot more upbeat running around right yeah i mean obviously charles always kind of struggles when it gets to not struggles but he gets sunk in and his team becomes a part of it the last day. But that's, I feel like always been a thing with him. And, uh, but I was thinking about it, I guess Khabib's massive too. And I mean, he, he had some weight troubles, but, um, I feel like, I feel like they, 
Islam should have, I mean, fuck, with science these days and nutritionists, I feel like he should be able to, to fucking stay 155 if he's completely serious, which he is. Um, but, shoot. Um, let's see. Any other thoughts on uh, on this card as a, as a whole or uh, any of the other champs or uh, anything like that, Kev? Well, I think I was probably for, like, the lead-up, like, I was kind of doing a little research of, like, how some of this was, like, super, I guess how, like, this card was, like, super stacked. Like, everybody or most everybody at, like, the top of the bill were coming on huge winning streaks. And, like, everybody was, like, at the peak of the mountain in certain divisions of, like, taking off somewhere, like, kind of like a Bilal Sean Brady. Like, where would Sean Brady have gone if he would have finished Bilal? Like, right, undefeated. I mean, would have definitely snatched that five ranking and, like, looking up now to fight. But, like, even with Chukagian and, uh, I forgot the other the, the woman who beat her. Fioro or something like yeah, that. Fiora, the French but yeah. girl. Like yeah. Chukagan was on a win streak. This other girl was on a win streak. Like kind of like title eliminator. I mean, Islam and Charles double digit wins. So there's like a ton of dudes and, and females too that were just ripping off wins. It kind of made that card pretty sick because now you've got clarity in a lot of divisions. And it's all obviously kind of coming off of this card. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's clarity in the divisions now. And I feel like it sets up a lot of potential fights there's so many fights in the making now guys jumping up rankings and falling down i mean uh sean brady might get a gift here in his next fight and just eat a man alive yeah i know Um, just hit him down to the ground and just smash him so exactly so uh i mean obviously mma's it's the long game so i everyone will be all right but uh yeah that's a good point fuck um and then the card coming up is also, I mean, not obviously as good, not a pay-per-view, but there's three or four fights that yeah, got me super gems. stoked. Um, no doubt. The, the first one um, is, well, first, this card that's coming up is such a veteran card. There's so many older guys on this card. Um you got Ar- Arlovsky, Means, uh, Ar- oh, not Arnold Allen, Calvin Cater, kind of fucking a vet at this point, yeah. um, and uh, Jacoby, um, all in Roundtree. I mean, kind of That's an old, great. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one is the exact opposite of that. It is. The first guy of the that new generation is Chase Hooper is fighting uh, Steve Garcia, and Chase Hooper's the the first one of the first people that got into the UFC that uh, grew up training MMA wasn't doing wrestling then switched over to boxing he grew up mixing it all together all the time and so uh, he's always been one of those guys that I like to uh, to watch and see how they progress and he's gotten so much better. Um, as a striker in his time at the UFC, um, finishing, I think he finished his last, last fight by TKO on the ground, but, uh, very interesting, uh, and interested to see what he can do. Um, but yeah, he's fighting a Steve Garcia out of Jackson wink, kind of an older guy at this point. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, Chase is a, a favorite and I like him by second round sub. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. What's the line on that? Do you know the line on? Yeah, he's minus two twenty, and uh, Steve Garcia is a plus one eighty dog. So I probably wouldn't take him. I'd probably uh, parlay him with something else. But okay. uh, I I personally like that a lot. I I don't know something about him. He's starting to get his confidence. It's starting to mix it up well. So yeah. big fan of that. Um, but yeah, the the next one is Andre Arlovsky. The pit bull. That guy's been doing it for years. Yeah. Um, he actually, like, the reason I started watching MMA was him. Bully Beatdown. Remember Bully Beatdown with Mayhem? Yes, dude. <laughs> yes. How great was that show? <laughs> that was it's crazy that was made back in the day like that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got some names on that one. Dude, no doubt, Jake man. Shields was on all the time. Arlovsky no. all the time. Those are, and then when Mayhem would strap him up himself, yeah. like, and you'll be fighting, and he turns around. <laughs> There's just nothing better. That guy. You got Rogie in there. Oh wow. My God. Snap lamb. <laughs> a fear factor bully beat down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, fear is a factor for you, and then walks out. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> well, an elbow is just pop. <laughs> With hair. <laughs> With hair, yes, dude. He looks so different. He looks like uh, he looks like a baby. You know what I mean? Like when babies have that like full head of hair. It looks so, <laughs> looks so strange. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, but Arlovsky is fighting uh, another guy out of ATT, Hulgario uh, de Lima. Um, so I, I'm not exactly sure what's going to go on with that fight. I can never choose against Arlovsky. Um, I do think he's a plus 140 dog here. Um, so do with that what you will. There's 80 years of, of man fighting in the octagon that night. So oh, <laughs> that, that may that be one like you stay Yellow away Romero. from. Oh, yeah, the guy is fighting? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Wow. He's he's That's been on some sauce. Jesus. Look at this guy's fucking. There, a minute. there he is. Wow. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, not as cut up as Yoel, but that dog. Oh yeah. But the head that shape. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. I hate picking against Arlovsky, but uh, this might be the one you do it in. The guy's a little bit younger. Seems to be a little bit more physically there, but uh, Arlovsky's been on quite a quite a streak the last four fights, and seems to be getting better with his age. Uh, I think his last loss was to Aspinall, and yeah. we all saw Tom Aspinall's just wow. been a, a world beater. I mean, obviously he fucked his leg up, but before that, he was running through guys. It's almost like the narrative on most Arlovsky fights that people have, like, picked against them, and he just keeps coming out on top, keeps coming out on top. It's just how long can you run that streak before <laughs> right? someone does it? But, yeah, dude, some of these UFC runs, it is kind of long when they go, like, maybe four, five, six. But should be a good one, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's got that the, the teeth mouthpiece. He was the OG with that. <laughs> Every, everyone copied him, and everyone's done a shitty job since, but the fucking OG teeth, that's the pit bull. The OG yeah. pit bull, everything about him, OG. Worldwide. <laughs> um, let's see. I think the next fight on that card is uh, Jacoby versus Roundtree. Um, 
Boog, what do we think in that fight? I mean, that's that's definitely one you circle and then you definitely want to tune into. Um, honestly, I mean, that's that's a really tough tough fight to call, but I'm going to have to go Roundtree just, just on the fact that he's like, I don't know if you saw his last post-fight press conference, but he was like real emotional and it was just like, you know, he's he's had a lot of ups and downs. Um, but, I mean, shit, Jacoby has fought. He's like a kickboxer that like fought, I think, in like glory or something like that. Yeah, he went away for he, quite some he, time. He fought Pereira, the guy who's fighting on Sonia. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that. But he kind of got caught a little bit in his last fight. Not bad. I mean, he finished the fight. He might have been in the first round. But, uh, yeah, I think Roundtree's just – he's kind of on a roll and kind of fighting for – Something a little different, so I'm gonna um, I'm leaning towards Roundtree, but I think it's gonna be a great fight, fight of the night candidate, definitely. Wow. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Kev, what are you shout- thinking? I was gonna say, shout out Dustin Jacoby, man. The he went to Culver Stockton College, bro. Shut up! Wow. Anik mentioned Culver Stockton College on the pay per view when Jacoby last fought, bro. I was so pumped, man. But yeah, dude, <laughs> shout out Jacoby. That's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. So I mean, at the end of the day, if you really want my pick, I mean, I gotta go with Jacoby. But <laughs> I mean, that fight though, like Book said, fight of the night candidate for sure. Roundtree throws kicks from hell. So like, right. I know, I mean, like Book said, kickboxing background <laughs> with. Uh, with Jacoby, but yeah, I mean, that could be, I mean, Roundtree might wrestle, but I mean, if that turns into a kickboxing match, the power that's going to be seen with those two guys, man, fans are going to be loving it for sure. Right. And for a treat. And yeah, uh, Roundtree's been going to Thailand and living there for, I think even outside of camp, he said, he's spending a lot of time there and just really getting immersed in it. And he's like, I think the last two fights is, uh, kind of been night and day to where he was before that. He said he was not bought in all the way and then got out to Thailand, got the love for it back. And so, uh, yeah, if if they stand up, that thing is going to be a fucking war. <laughs> Whoever that ref is, stand clear. <laughs> yeah. We um, need her, Zog. Come on, wow. boys. We need Zog. Get Zog. He ref- needs to warm up before Cater and Allen. Get him in there with Love the, that. Get him in there with the big boys. Ref of the year, every year. Herb <laughs> has lost a step or five. <laughs> it's, it's sad to see. Shit, dude. Um, but, yeah, I uh, – I went with Jacoby, um, and I, I said by decision. I think they just beat the shit out of each other. You said fight of the night. I'm thinking fight of the year. I think these wow. guys just go at it. Um, but uh, I guess I guess we'll see. This this has all the makings to be just a boring boring fight. <laughs> they could just, just dance dance face, around dude. and and just touch touch and dance the whole time. So, I mean, I don't think either either of those guys have that in them. I think one of them's going to going to press forward, but uh yeah, going to be going to be sick. And then uh before, I think we might have skipped one, but Tim Means, Max Griffin, Tim Means. I mean, been in the UFC since 2012. Um I think he might have spent some time out of it. Uh, his last loss was the Holland, but he's again another guy that a veteran, but looks looks pretty good still, and he's fighting uh, yeah. Max Griffin. But um, yeah, I, it's it's a good fight. 
Kev, you got any got any thoughts on the Tim Means Max Griffin fight? Yeah, I mean, because I like you said, Tim Means, dude, he's just a dog. Like, still like one of those old guys, but like you know, like borderline, like Darren Elkins, Clay Guida, like those guys, man. You just know you're getting a fight with Tim Means, so right. it's gonna be and Max. Max Griffin's all right, but again, I just like that fact with Tim Means that like no matter what, you're he's just not gonna go away. But I think Griffin's a little bigger than Means, so maybe some power issues could be coming there. Um, but I mean, Means will stay in the fight. I would say honestly, if I had to make a pick, I'm probably gonna go Griffin by by knockout because um, I don't see this fight getting to the ground. That's not really I don't think either one of the strengths, but. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'm kind of pulling for means, I think Griffin is going to be the one who gets the W. Yeah, Boog. And, uh, well, first, means is plus 150. Uh, Griffin is minus 175 favorite. So, if I mean, there is decent value on uh, on means and, honestly, on Griffin, too. He's not that much of a a favorite there. So, if you got that, if you got that. Griffin by knockout, you might be able to kind of come ahead a little bit. Right. If you can parlay, swing it both and get them. Right. Yeah. For sure, you get a couple points yeah. there. I I agree with Kev. I think, I mean, Max Griffin's nickname, I mean, it's, it's pain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got his walkout. He's got a walkout song that's uh, that's made for him. Like, it's it's max Payne. that's that's the song so that's uh sick. i didn't know that I mean, when you got that's guys sick. singing you when you got guys singing you in the, the octagon <laughs> you're bringing something different i think he's coming i might be wrong i think he's coming off the loss could be like to carlos condit i'm, I'm not sure well, it definitely sounds like a, neil a, magny a, say that again Jim? he lost to neil magny his last fight okay yeah yeah that was it that was it um so yeah, i think he's coming out Coming out ready, coming out, coming out prepared. I think Kev was right. He's got he's got some size. Um, yeah, I think I think he comes ready. I think he gets it done. Um, yeah, no, I uh, went with you guys as well. I said I probably think Max Griffin will win. But speaking of nicknames, Tim Means might have my favorite of all time, the Dirty Bird. <laughs> I mean, how can you not love that? That might be my whiteness <laughs> showing, but God damn, is that great? The dirty uh, bird. That's a great point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we all all are thinking. Uh, well, Max Payne for uh, for Tim Means. So, and then the last fight of the night, obviously the one I'm most excited for. If Jacoby Roundtree is not fight of the year, this one might be. Arnold Allen, Calvin Cater. What are we thinking, Kev? How how you feel about this fight? Well, I mean, you got Alan Surgeon, right? Winner of like nine in a row ish, something like right there. He's I'm always like on the fringe of double dead nine. Yes, okay. sir. But uh, and I mean, Cater, like you said, dude, like you said, you like said he was a vet, dude. Cater's like thirty six, huh? It's getting something up there, like yeah, that. yeah. Like so, there's for Cater, man. There's no turning back. Like he has got to get through Allen, I think, to really stay as like a, a relevant like number one contender. Because you take out a guy with a nine-fight win streak, your, your L's are going to be erased. You're right back in the thick. But if you lose, Arnold, this is definitely such a like a take-your-bounce kind of fight. Because both guys, I mean, Calvin's a, big, Calvin's a big name, Arnold's surgeon. So now you just got to combine the two and just whoever kind of pieces them up. But, yeah, I hope this goes five rounds. Because this should be just an awesome, awesome fight between these two guys. Yeah, I and I definitely... I, I see both guys not 
getting knocked out. I think they're both going to get bloodied up. It's going to be a mess. We've seen Calvin take punishment and come back. Yeah. I mean, obviously with the Max fight, it was he was getting taught boxing lessons, getting <laughs> pieced up, and he just had no quit. So uh, I definitely think you're right about that. I, I think we're going to see five here. But, um, yeah, Boog, what is it? What are your thoughts on uh, Allen coming in on a nine-fight streak and uh, into a guy that his last loss was to, uh, who was it, Josh Josh Bennett? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I think it's one of the ones where if Allen wins, he, it's a huge jump, and I think if, if Cater loses, it's, like Kev said, might be – might be one of those last farewell. So uh, what do you think about that book? Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm an avid uh, listener of Ariel Hawani, and he, he sings praises from the rooftops for uh, Arnold Allen. So I've been hearing about him for a while. One of my drives up to uh, Reno was, was an Arnold Allen interview. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's on the cusp. And kind of what, what Ariel always says is he's, he's missing that one win. And like you said, this – this is a hundred percent could be that win. Um, on the other side, I hope, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a little cater fan a little bit. And, uh, I hope he kind of the last couple of fights, he hasn't really pulled the trigger, especially early. I think he needs to, he needs to pull the trigger a little bit more. Cause he kind of, he gets damaged. He shells up a lot. So, uh, I think he, he pulls, pulls the trigger at early. I think he has a chance cause Arnold Allen, I mean, you watched that last hooker fight. He, I think the, the crowd kind of had something to do with that, but he came out fire. And, and uh, I think pure boxing, he might be a little better than Allen, so maybe you can catch him early. But, uh, yeah, if it goes, if it goes five, it's going to be a, a barn burner. Oh. But I just hope Cater's a little more active than he has been in his last couple. Yeah, I mean, being part of that New England cartel, you would think they'd be just throwing shots, but uh... – <laughs> Both well, their guys are in a tough spot. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. yeah. Rob Font and Gator, bro. They're both like 35 plus, both on L's. Not it's, too good, boys. Not too good. <laughs> that gym may be closed by 2023. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a uh, Christmas card, boys. <laughs> That's so good. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Arnold Allen, he's uh, fights at TriStar. Uh, obviously. There's probably no better coaching than that. Uh, say what you want about Frost, but having him and GSP in there, that's you're you're getting something. Um, I like I like Arnold Allen here. I think he's might be the next real deal that we see. You know what I mean? I I hope the UFC takes a little bit more time with them and doesn't doesn't push them too quick. Kind of like what they're doing with Suge. But uh, I I think this might be a guy that we're we see for a long time. Uh, I just hope again they they kind of take that boxing approach. It seems like the UFC is getting better at that and not throwing their superstars to the wolves to fucking get eaten now. So hopefully Dana's learning and uh, we can see him collect a couple more dubs after this one before before he gets his shot. Um, that might be tough for him, bro. Yeah, he'll be the five hole after that win. That's so what I mean. Might just have one, and he's right into the league, right into the titles. And that's the thing. Like, what do you? There's that division is not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the the top guys, yeah. it's it's a fucking it's a nightmare. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, 
I don't know what you do. Um, yeah, that's that's the card coming up next week. Um, let's just – I'm going to look at our picks last week, but let's see if we, we nailed any of these. Yeah, there, there's going to be a, a parlay that whatever you I say, you go opposite and just parlay that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you want to get a parlay for this upcoming week going? What? You said, did you want to get a parlay for this, this upcoming card? All my opposites? Yeah, I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> So we're on the fade bug meek right now. Exactly. Fade bug meek. Well, you had let's see, you had Yon, TJ Charles, fade bug meek. <laughs> That's okay. I was not much better. I'd shug TJ Charles. Um, fuck TJ, not telling us his shoulders <laughs> fucked up. I mean, what a piece <laughs> Dude, of shit. Such, oh my god, as a fan, we got robbed. Robbed. He looks so Are good coming in me? too. Both those title fights were. Finishes in the second round, un like anticlimactic, just like right. God damn it! Like yeah, dude. I know. God, but Rap. yeah. Rap. <laughs> Come on, goodness. But yeah, I mean, TJ popping out the fish fin early. Like damn, what are we doing? That was that was tough to see. Tough to see. It was tough to see after seeing these fucking meekers do it countless times every <laughs> single one of them so it's like you know right away you, you see it and you're like oh that's out that's not yeah. good <laughs> but uh yeah Horrible. we got robbed book you want to throw a parlay together kev you guys want to throw a parlay together for uh this week this this Let's upcoming go. card yeah, it'd be uh like the mma hours of parlay picks but all right yeah. let's see <laughs> um betting calculator yeah, Kev, way too early prediction on uh, Costa Whitaker. Mm. Has that been? Is that a five rounder? Uh, I'm not sure. It's a good question. I, I hope so. I thought it might have been, but all right. Um, ooh, dude, goodness gracious, man. I don't know, man. I just can't see Whit losing at home again. Or at home, I don't know, because I mean, I think he's big enough to take the shots. I think he's big enough to take some strong shots, and I think gas tank it goes to Whit. Mm-hmm. Like the far, the longer that fight would go, I feel like the worse it would get for Paulo. Paulo's <laughs> got to jump him first eight minutes, round yeah. and a half. Yeah, but he can do it. Definitely, I think to do it, not to eat something to get in there. But I mean, it's Paulo, so one touch, mm. you know. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Um. But. Alrighty. So I got this bet calculator up. Um. Uh, let's see. Let's I'm gonna choose my three. I like. Hooper minus one twenty two, or minus two twenty. What the fuck? That was <laughs> <laughs> that was not supposed to be. Um, and then I'll take Arlovsky plus one forty. That's good value on a an old dog. And you know what? You can teach <laughs> that old dog new tricks. Um, and then uh, I'll go. God, so tough. Uh, go. Jacoby minus 170. Let's see. What will that get us up to? That puts you at... Ah, you put 10 on, win 45. That's it's not bad. Hey, that's that's a couple meals out in Reno. <laughs> that is. A couple canes runs. Damn right. Canes runs. There you go. Um, <laughs> Book, who are, who are you liking in these fights? Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm going to take some chances here. That's what we like to do. 
I'm going to go Joseph Holmes. Okay, do you have what he is? He's a plus 200. Mm. Versus who? Versus uh, Jungwon Park. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, Holmes, he's a, he's a Dana White contender series fighter. He had to, I think he had to come back. James Krause guy. Wow. Um, we love a Krause don't like, fighter. Don't like Krause. Um, the notorious, the notorious likes him, so I kind of cut him some slack. He was actually, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video. Uh, he was he like spot on on like how the Islam Charles fight was gonna go. Really? So, Kraus is I I mean say what you want, but he's one of the best coaches in fucking MMA yeah. right now. I'm so glad he yeah. retired just so he could coach full time. Yeah. Um. All right. Mm. Who else? Who else you like? And then um. I'm gonna go uh, Roman Dolides. Oh, you stole mine, brother. Plus one four. What do you have, Matt, over there in Reno? Um, plus one forty. Even though he uh, he was the guy who broke up uh, my guy JP buys and uh, <laughs> Diane Blissmas. That's why you have to pick him. <laughs> the guy like fucking obliterated. Um, what's that guy's name? As the brother who's a heavyweight, Dawkins. Da- oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The Philly boys. Like, in a minute. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be the other way around too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was big <laughs> on the Philly cops. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah they're brawlers. It's like That's that end of watch yeah. scene. Take take my belt. Yeah. Um. All right, and then how many else you throwing? Are you gonna throw two? One more? Two more? I'll throw one more. Okay. I'll um. Why not? I'm, I'm gonna. You know what? I'll, I'll put a. Uh... I'll put Max Griffin and uh, Arnold Allen. I'll do a little four pup. Okay, Max Griffin. What do you guys have him at over there? And uh, what are we at? William Hill. Right? Minus minus one seventy five on okay. uh, Max Payne. Max. And then Payne. what about Big Arnie? Uh, minus one twenty. Minus one twenty. Okay. Ah, uh, sorry, Kate. Hopefully this will work in your favor with a little fade bug meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Boog, you throw ten bucks on that, you're getting one ninety seven back. Wow, that's throw the throw the Bronx and fucking Lundy on that, Kev. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you threw that ten bucks down the toilet last time and over and over. <laughs> so. We'll see, but there are de- we were definitely had some similar thoughts on who to pick for at least for some dubs, for sure. I love Good that. Think alike, uh, Kev. You got you got some picks. What are we thinking? Yeah, I'm gonna try not to take. I'm gonna only take. Shoot, I gotta. There's definitely two that I was leaning that book took both, but ride with me, baby. Hey, I am. I'm gonna just what's a what's a two. Just a parlay with Max Griffin, minus 175, with Roman Delice at plus 140. Plus 140, like minus 175. So that, you put 10 on that, you win 27. That's, that's more my kind of bet, Kev. I was going to say. Not, I not, you're not I getting a lot, not a ton of value, but you actually have a chance to, to hit – but Boog, if Boog hits, he's going to be laughing in our faces. So it's like, 
What I might go throw this on Willie Hill, baby. <laughs> Boog needs my two legs, though, to complete your 197 then, mate. So, <laughs> hey, we just need to get units, man. I got to get some exactly. units. Exactly. That's game. what we're about, Kev. Yeah. Collecting give me, give the me units. a two for two. Give me a good feel. 100%. <laughs> well, I'll throw five on all three of our parlays for us, and uh, we'll come back next time, and we'll we'll check in and see, see what's up. Um, Let's go. But unless you boys got anything else, I think uh, – that's that's pretty much a wrap. We went over 280, a little Bay Area trades, Lakers, Broncos, upcoming UFC. Pretty fucking good episode, if you ask me, for number two. Thank you, boys, for uh, for doing this with me. All right. Much appreciated. Um, and we'll see you guys next time.